What is up, Iron Family? Welcome to the Secrets of the Fit and Successful Podcast. Today, we are talking about the second hardest thing you'll ever do. Now, I think we can all agree that the first hardest thing there is to do is to start something, to embark on a new journey, to get outside of your comfort zone and say, you know what? I want to change. I want to do something different with my life. And today's the day that I'm taking the leap. I'm going to do that hard thing, that thing that's so scary to me. That's tough. And I acknowledge that. And I'll give you that. That is the hardest thing to do. That's the hardest part of any journey is starting it. But once you start, the second hardest thing to do is follow through. 43% of people, there's a study done, 43% of people give up on their New Year's resolutions, like completely, not like fall off track and then get back on track. Like more of the people do that. But I'm talking about completely give up, completely just say, I'm not doing it this year. 43% of people completely give up on their New Year's resolutions by February. Within a month, in less than a month, that's almost half of the people who made the New Year's resolution have given up. So what does that say? Yeah, making the New Year's resolutions hard, right? Committing to it's hard. Following through is going to be the second hardest thing you've ever done. And in fact, if you're good at, you know, embarking on things, you kind of get the habit of embarking on things. Following through can quickly become the hardest thing you have to do. So what do you do? What do you do if you're someone who, let's say, you've embarked on a fitness journey before. You've gotten through all the steps it takes to be like, I've identified that I have a problem. I want to change it. It's gotten to a point where I have to change this and I'm actively going about changing it. I've committed, but then you don't follow through. You have trouble following through. You, for some reason or another, fall off track. You straight up quit. Life gets in the way. All of these different things that that can cause you to to struggle and to ultimately give up and give in on the goal. How do you get around that? So let's dive into that. I'm going to give you guys quite a few tips. Basically, my formula for success, and this is what I do with my clients, and this is why everyone that I work with sees such great results, is because it's not about the A to B. It's not about doing it quickly. It's not about how fast can we lose this or achieve this goal. It's about creating sustainable habits changing people's lives in the way that we actually go about our days and the ways we go about thinking about our goals. That's how you create lasting change. So how do I follow through more? Step number one, don't do it alone. Going solo on any kind of journey is ridiculously hard. Ridiculously hard. I I will tell you right now, I, I have a coach for my business. I have a coach for my fitness. Anything that I'm embarking on, I have come to the realization that I don't care how good I get at it, I don't care how disciplined I am, I'm not doing it alone. There's just, it is needlessly handicapping yourself. You are needlessly making it harder and you are needlessly raising the likelihood of you quitting, wasting your time, or backing out by going it alone. It's extremely hard. You need the accountability. You need someone there pushing it. Because if you're honest with yourself, if you're really honest with yourself, you know You know there's going to be times you're not motivated. You know there's going to be times where you're going to want to quit. And if there's no one else there, there's no one else holding you accountable, it becomes very easy to quit. And people self-sabotage their their journeys like this a lot. They know by not including other people, it will be easier to quit down the road. And so it gives them that free out. It gives them that free, okay, I can quit this later if I don't like it. And you're basically setting yourself up for for failure. Because what you're saying is, I'll do this but I'm going to leave myself the option to quit without any repercussion because I probably will. 
Does that sound like a mindset that's gonna get anything done? No, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting the precedent that down the road I'm going to quit, it's just a matter of when, and I'm gonna make that ability to quit as easy as possible for myself. Now, if you don't go it solo, if you get an accountability partner, if you team up with people, if you hire a coach, it makes it a lot harder, why? I'm financially invested in this now, right? If I quit on my fitness now, guess what? I'm out a lot of money because I spent a lot on my coach. <laughs> Two, I'm gonna get yelled at by my coach. He's as invested as me in me succeeding as I am. We've been working towards a competition now for a while. If I just quit on him, he'd be like, are you kidding me? You've put in months of work and you're just going to quit on me now? Like, first of all, like you're gonna lose money because you've spent all this money to be coached and now you're backing out. And second of all, you've made all this progress. You quit now just because something came up. You're gonna lose all that. Why would you do that? He's gonna be just as upset as I would be if my clients just out of the blue quit on me. So when they get to a point where it's like, oh, you know, the motivation wears off. I don't wanna be disciplined. I don't wanna go through with it. Having someone there to push you to be that outside voice of reason being like, you're in this for a reason. You committed to this for a reason. You said you wanna be around for your kids. You said you want more energy to be with your family. You said that, yeah, people in my family have died from heart disease. I don't want that for me. You said these things, why are you backing out now? Someone outside yourself to remind you of these things will, I can't even put a number on it, but it is immeasurable the amount of just follow through this will provide for you. The amount of accountability and the amount of increase in the likelihood that you'll stick to something that provides. So number two is gonna be like set reasonable expectations and then allow them to fluctuate. And this is huge. One thing that people do, right, is like, let's say you've been an alcoholic for 40 years and you, you know, New Year's comes around, you're like, that's it. I'm never touching alcohol again. Going completely dry. And I'm also going to stop smoking and I'm going to never eat a burger again. Like you're just like, all right, turning it all around. It's all going out the window and I'm just going to magically become a different person January 1st. You know that's not going to happen. It takes a long time to become the person you are. And it takes just as long, if not longer, to change the person you are. You need to give yourself time. You need to give yourself the reasonable expectations that, yeah, it's going to be tough for me to change who I am. It's going to be tough for me to change the person I am because it took me this long to get myself into these vices, this trouble, and it's going to take me just as long to get out. Setting a reasonable expectation like, okay, over the next year, I am going to work to eat healthier. Over this next year, I am going to slowly reduce the amount of calories I eat every day. Instead of being like, okay, I eat 3,000 calories a day and I'm going to McDonald's every day. Start being like, okay, you know what? I only go to McDonald's two days a week. Start sticking with that and then allow it to fluctuate, right? Another thing that people will do is they will look at a goal and they'll be like, oh, the minute, the minute I deviate a little bit from the plan, I've lost, it's over, I give up. That's not how it works and you know that, you're better than that. You know that just because you said, oh, I'm only gonna have McDonald's two times a week and there's a week where you have it a third time, that doesn't just mean it's over, it doesn't mean you quit, it doesn't mean you're done, it just means you're gonna do better the next week. You know, there's no, so be allow the expectation to fluctuate, give yourself some, some leeway. Obviously be strict, right? Be as strict as you can. Uh, try to uh, strive to achieve that goal with the most perfect work ethic possible, but then be forgiving of yourself because it's not we're not robots. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not just going to and you you know, you have the the results you want. You have to work for it. But you have to be okay with the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of life. Number 3, 
maybe it's four now, give yourself more time. Like one thing that I see a lot is people are like, oh, you know, I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna lose these 50 pounds in the next two months. It's like, I hope not. Like <laughs> from a health standpoint, that's not healthy. That is, that is too much. <laughs> Like you need to give yourself a reasonable time, just like reasonable expectations. You need to give yourself more time than you think, right? One thing I tell a lot of my clients is you'll see these people say like, oh, look at this eight week transformation. What they don't tell you is that eight week transformation, maybe it was, yeah, eight weeks between here and here. But the time it took for that person to mentally commit, to go through the failures and the successes to get to where they are now so that they could have that transformation is months, if not years, right? Think about it. How many times have you started and stopped? How many times have you built up momentum and lost it leading up to that one time where you saw the success? It's not going to just happen. You have to put the work in. You have to go through these ebbs and flows so that when you finally do get it and it starts clicking and the momentum really starts showing up, you've earned it. So give yourself more time. Don't say, oh, I'm gonna completely change who I am in three months. Be like, no, I'm gonna give myself a year and maybe in the first three months I'll make some small progress and then I'll have a little bit of regression, but then I'll make some more progress. And then by the end of the year, because you've stuck with it, you've made so much more progress than you ever thought was possible, but it's because you gave yourself that time instead of expecting it all to happen in the first month or two. It's not just, re it's just not reasonable. So number five, have a plan, all right? Motivation comes and goes, right? You're not always gonna be motivated. That's why That's why everyone gets fired up and excited New Year's about how, oh, my life is going to change. But then when they realize it's on them to make the change, they have to do all the work, they lose sight of that long-term goal, right? And what the problem is, is they have this idea of what they wanted to do, right? They know they're here, they wanna get all the way to point B, so they can see the end point and they see where they are now, and they forget about all the work in the middle. Having a clear plan for how you're gonna work from point A to point B allows you to, when that motivation dies out and you're just relying on the discipline, it allows you to see the game plan, see why you're putting in this work, see how you're getting from A to B. And it reminds you that, yeah, while it might not always be super motivating and super fun, there are gonna be days you don't wanna eat well, there are gonna be days where it's not convenient, there are gonna be days where you just don't wanna to go to the gym. It reminds you why you're doing it and it shows you, yes, if I do this, even when I don't want to, that is the path from zero to 100. That's the path from A to B. And by following that and sticking to it, I'm going to get there. And having that plan, make sure that you're not just wandering aimlessly. Having the plan allows you to basically just get from A to B instead of wandering from A to C to D to E to F and then all the way to B, right? Like if you're bouncing around, if you don't have a clear plan, you're wasting time. So invest, invest in a plan, invest in, in some kind of structure that's going to allow you to clearly get from point A to point B as efficiently as possible. It's gonna make it a lot easier to follow through when you know what you're following through on and that it works. Number six is gonna be fix your social environment. All right, this is a big one and this is later on down the road. What happens is, it's all fun and games at first. Everyone's supportive. They probably really don't believe in you that much. I hate to break it to you, but they're kind of like, okay, you know, Jenny's Jenny's gonna lose the 50 pounds. Like, okay, let's see how long this lasts. Then what happens like two, three months in, Jenny's down 20 pounds. It's starting to kind of like scare these other people. They're like, oh shoot, Jenny's like actually doing this. Two things happen. 
the people who you're close to are inspired by you and they start working with you. They see you doing it and they're like, I want to do it too. They see you having the success and they're like, damn, like that guy's successful. She's successful. I want some of that. Or they're incredibly intimidated by it and they will talk shit behind your back. They will tear you down and they will want to drag you back into normality. They'll do whatever they can to pull you back down. And that's where fixing your social environment is huge. I can tell you personally, I have gone through this cycle many times in my life where I've had to completely step away from people or groups of people because it was pulling me back down as I was trying to to move on. And so you have to get, when you start seeing the success, when you start following through, you have to come to that realization that you're not going to be able to bring everybody with you, right? I call it like the small town syndrome, right? We all, when we're in a small town, you're growing up, everyone's going to make it, right? But as one of you starts to, and everyone else keeps living their life, they become jaded by the fact that you all started at the same place and -and so-and-so is pulling ahead. And you have to realize who are the people who are coming with me and who do I have to let go of because they're going to pull me down. So when you start following through more, when you start seeing the results because you've been putting in the consistency and the motivation and the discipline, you're going to have to start identifying where am I going to fix my social environment so I'm surrounded by people that are going to keep me on an upward trajectory and not people who are going to pull me back down to where I came from. And the last one, point seven, is just you have to believe more. If you come into this saying, you know what, like, I probably won't make it, but it'd be nice if I did. You really think that's going to work? You think that's the mindset that's going to carry you through? Of course not. All right? Explicit warning, but like, you get what you fucking expect. That's all. You get what you fucking expect. If you expect that you're going to quit, if you expect that the program's going to fail, if you expect that the coach is going to take your money and leave, if you expect that you're not going to see the results you want, that's what you're going to get. Simple as that. But if you expect that, you're going to see results. If you expect that, you're going to make it work no matter what. If you expect success, then you're going to see it. And that self-belief is key because we create our reality. The world around you is like putty. You can manipulate it. You can make it what you want if you really put your mind to it and believe. But if you don't, It will still have the same effect, except it's going to be a negative effect that you don't necessarily want. You look at the world around you in a negative lens, all you start seeing is negativity, the more it's going to follow you around. So when you start believing in yourself, when you start saying, you know what, why not me? I can do this. Boom. Then then shit really starts moving. Then you really start becoming successful. So throw these things together. If you want to follow through more, if you're sick of starting and then failing, starting and then stopping, starting and then not finishing, don't go it alone. Bring on some accountability. Set reasonable expectations, allow them to fluctuate, all right? This is the long haul. You're changing your life here. You got to give yourself some leeway. You're going to make this happen. Number three, hang on. (laughs) Don't quit so damn easily. Number four, give yourself more time. Number five, have a set plan. Number six, fix your social environment. Number seven, start believing. You do those things, I have no doubt in my mind, you're going to be wildly successful at whatever it is that you started that you're now following through on.